Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Well, 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 welcome back. It has truly been a long time, it seems like. And, you know, um, I just needed a break. And I have to honestly tell you all that the break went by extremely fast, but it kind of borderline made me lazy in some retrospect, but I'm so grateful and so thankful to be back. Um, I have missed being on my podcast and doing this from week after week, Um, just sharing some information um, that God has just dropped and given to me and my spirit for whoever is listening. And so I just honestly have to tell you, I am just so grateful. I'm excited about this show tonight because there's been so many different things that has transpired um, over the last couple months. Um, Again, like I said, it just seems like it's been a long time, but it went by so quickly. And I just I couldn't wait to get right back into this because. This is a place where I feel like I belong and I'm the most comfortable. Surprisingly enough, even though you can't see me um, and it kind of feels like I'm having a conversation by myself, but I'm really not because you all are out there. But I'm grateful um, just for everything that I learned over the last couple of months. There were so many different things that I went through emotionally, spiritually, um, mentally. And so I really learned a lot of other things about myself over that time of just being down um, and not really having to focus on anything other than myself in that moment. And so I'm just very thankful and very grateful. And it's good to be back. And I am excited about what I have to talk about tonight. And you know, before I even decided when I was actually going to do this, um, because initially I wanted to do it right after Labor Day, but I was traveling. Um, yes, y'all, you know, it's a little skeptical, but I had two trips that I had to make. I went to see my daughter and my grandson in Texas in August. And then just here last week for the holiday, I went home to visit my mother my aunt, and a few other people that have just been really important in my life. Um, So I got an opportunity to see them. It really wasn't a trip about um, running this place and that place, because, you know, anytime you go home, that's really not vacation for you anyway. Um, And then so many people want to see you, but yeah, uh, no, I wasn't doing all that. The way this virus is set up, nah, wasn't doing all that. But anyway, So I'm excited and I'm just going to just jump right on in here. Um, Tonight's topic, I am going to be talking about a new season. And 
I don't know about you, but when you think about being in a new season, you think about new opportunities, new beginnings, um, new revelation, new understanding, growth. Um, it just seems like there's a, a difference, but not really a difference. Um, and I say that to say, because when I go a little bit further in this, basically it's going to give you an oppor uh, a, under, a better understanding of what I mean by when I say it's going to seem like it's new, but not really isn't. So I'm just going to jump right in. Um, my scriptures that I'm coming from today is Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, for everything there is a season. And then 311 says, God has made everything beautiful in its time. And that could not be any more far from the more than the truth, not far from the truth, but the truth it is in his timing and in his season that everything is just made beautiful when it's supposed to be. It's no different than a butterfly. Um, but first, the butterfly is in a cocoon and it has to be in there for a time before it's ready to be released from that cocoon. And if you disrupt that cocoon before it's time, you could kill the butterfly. And so no one butterfly or two butterflies look alike. They're beautiful. And so it's the same thing with us. It's a timing and a season for everything that God has purposed and planned. So moving into a new season does not mean we need to forget the old. We move on toward the next place God has taken us. So when I saw that, because, you know, I told y'all I'm the Google queen, I Google everything. Um, that kind of just made me sit for a minute and just really think about what I had read. And it was interesting because a lot of times, you know, people are so quick to tell us to forget. But you really can't. You might not sit and dwell on it, but you don't ever forget about it. And so I thought that right there was really cool that we don't really have to forget the old. And you'll see as I go further along in this, it's okay to remember the old. We build upon the testimonies he has already given us. We remember, but we're not stuck. We move on and we build. That's right, y'all. So it's okay to remember the old. Because as long as you're not stuck there, you can move and keep moving and then build from the old. Because that's exactly what God does. So when you think about going into a new season, really, it's you going into pretty much the same thing, but having a different perspective about it. Something that you might not have gotten while you was in it, you get an opportunity to catch it in the next season that God is taking you in. So it was that right there was revelation for me because it was just almost like I don't know how many times I was told, you know, you need to just forget it and move on. Okay. Yeah, it's good that you, you know, need to forget, but, and yeah, you should still be moving on, but it's okay to, for, 
if you don't forget. It's okay to remember the old. So the first step of our new season is our yes. God will challenge, pursue, and encourage, but he gives us the choice. That right there, I was in my kitchen the other day and I was just having a conversation with God. And I was thanking him for the opportunity and the ability to choose. So when you say yes, you're choosing to go into it, not knowing what's on the other side of it, not knowing what the outcome is going to be, not knowing what you're going to face when you say yes. And so for that right there, um, the ability to choose, having a choice, man, when I tell y'all that was probably like the best epiphany that I had was that I have the right and the ability to choose. God will equip us for every season we are in along with doing his will. And the thing, as I was reading over my notes before I came on tonight, when I got here, the thing that I thought about first was David was not prepared to fight Goliath, but God equipped him for the fight. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. David was not prepared to fight Goliath, but God equipped him for the fight. And what was so interesting even about that, just sitting here thinking about it was, was that they tried to dress him with somebody else's armor that was too big and he was not mature enough to handle someone else's armor. And the revelation I just got from that, just reading that and then thinking about it was that sometimes we're not mature enough to even move on from where we are. That's why you get to build off of the old and keep moving because you're not mature. We have to mature in each season that we go in. It's going to require some level of maturity. And so if you're not ready to move into the next season, guess what? You're going to stay there until you are mature enough to handle the next step that you have to make. And so use what you have right where you are. David realized that that armor was too heavy and he was not comfortable in it. So I'm going to ask y'all, where's your slingshots and your stones at? Because that's all he used. Three stones and a slingshot. So sometimes you have the very necessities, the very tools that you need in that season, in that moment that is has equipped you enough to handle whatever else you have to deal with in that season. So use what you have right then and there. 
Don't try to pick up something that God didn't tell you to pick up or he didn't give you, he didn't equip you with it and try to maneuver through this season that he has you in because it's not going to work. And David understood that. Nobody else understood that, but he understood that. And it was his faith and the fact that he had trust and believe in the Lord that the Lord was going to deliver him in that fight. But he used a slingshot and a stone. So I'm going to ask y'all again, where's your slingshots? Where's your stone? Whatever it is that God has given. You don't show up <laughs> unprepared for a battle. You ain't going to a gunfight with a knife, as the old folks would probably say. No, you, you would definitely be unprepared. Everybody else got guns, but you come with a knife. Come on. Again, so it just let me see that, you know, we can use what we have in that season that we're in and it will get us through to the next season because he's going to equip us for the next season that he takes us into. I'm moving on. God will show us part. That's to prepare us. We do not enter into a new season on our own accord, but because we have been called by God, which allows us to step into it and our willingness to surrender. That's where that yes come in at. Sometimes you have to just be willing to just say yes, even when you don't know what the outcome is going to be. But understanding that if he called you to it, he's going to equip you for it. And he's going to get you through it. A new, a new season brings new relation. Let me back back up. A new season brings new revelation, new testimonies, new testings, and new victories. The old is not forgotten, but built upon. The new waits for us to discover it, and God will lead us through it. That's what I meant from the very beginning. We get to build on it. So you don't forget the old because the old is useful for where you're going. Things that will help you embrace your new season. Like I said, y'all, I'm the Google queen, so I had to just look up some things. But it was just so enlightening and very refreshing that I can take on a new season with a different mindset and a different perspective without feeling like I'm pressured or I'm weighted down or overwhelmed with whatever I have in front of me because I don't think that I'm equipped to handle it. And that's not true. We get to build off of the old for the new. First thing is, is your season may turn into a time of growth if you're willing to dig in right where God has you. So a lot of times we dismiss the dirt and mess, but the dirt holds a certain magic. It's your past mistakes, heartache, your circumstances, and the tension are all of a part of the ground that's growing, a growing ground. And so in that, you know, a lot of times when you for people who plant, um, 
a lot of times they have to dig up and pull up, you know, throw out the old dirt, repot, replant with some new fresh soil and dirt. But with this right here, basically you get, you don't discredit the dirt and the mess. You build off of it. It's good soil for the grounding. It's not like you have to just throw it away and then start over with some fresh dirt. No, that dirt can still be used. It's a part of who you are. And that's what is going to embrace your new season. Second thing, your season could give you, the se your season could give your faith deeper roots. And the roots represent your connection to God. So when your roots are planted thoroughly, you are thoroughly connected to your father in heaven. And that's the place where you want to be. You want to be grounded. You want to be planted so that you get the information you need from him in order that to carry you through where he's trying to get you to next. But a lot of times we want to just forget and throw away the old stuff because it brings back bad memories, um, past hurts, um, just different things of that nature. But you can use it for where he's taking you or where you are currently. You can use something from it to build where you are. The third thing is, is your season might be preparing you for what's next. Again, you don't have to be stuck in the old because you're going into something new. And you have to realize and remember that he's equipping you with what you need for that moment. And a lot of times we do the most in it. I know at least I do because honestly, I don't really, I'm trying to get through it. So I don't have to go back through it again, like most of us. And honestly, that mindset has to change because you'll miss more than you can catch by not doing that former pastor used to say that all the time. You miss more than you can catch because you're so busy trying to hurry up and get through it that you're not listening, you know, for his direction, his instruction, none of that. And that could be a hindrance in your new season. That could mean repeating that season. So many different things could happen when you try to rush through wherever it is that he has you. Number four, your season might surprise you. Fighting and grumbling may cause you to miss the good things, new opportunities, new relationships, new paths, new dreams. And honestly, that one right there set at home with me because 
I desire to be in a relationship and you know, and I have, and I'm seeing it around me so much. I'm seeing people get married, engaged, booed up, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, you know, I'm here, <laughs> you know, what about me? You know, um, and honest to goodness. And so, of course, you know, you have those that um, are basically where you want to be at. Those are the ones that's telling you, girl, you know, you just need to focus in on the Lord. You need to not, you know, be looking for it. It's not about looking for it. It's just as the desires of my heart. But understanding that in this season, being so focused on that in particular may have caused me to miss some other good things that God wanted to give me along the way. And so that was just another revelation for me, you know, not to just dwell on the fact that I do desire to be in a healthy, wholesome relationship because I want genuine companionship, but embrace where he has me at, at this moment in my life, because it's for a purpose and a reason. And if I'm not careful, then I'm going to miss what I need. That's for preparation for where he's taking me to. And a lot of times the enemy knows that when you're distracted and you're looking over here, but God is trying to get you to look over there and he can't even get your attention because you're so focused on what's back there that you can't look where he's telling you to look, that you're missing opportunities, different things that doors that he's open for you. It's like, okay, I got a door open over here for you, but you don't see it because you still focused on the wrong things. You could be in the right season, but focus on the wrong things and miss those opportunities. And I honestly have to honestly tell you that I feel like um, in some retrospect, even though I have had this downtime, I've missed some opportunities. Why? Because my focus wasn't where it needed to be. And so that's why I said it borderline made me lazy with some retrospect, but then God was still talking and I had to be obedient to whatever he told me to do. Moving on. Number five, your season may give you a front row seat to God's grace, which is his power and what feels imperfect. Take a leap of faith. Grace isn't something we do. It's something we receive. That was just exactly what I'm saying. Again, his grace was covering me for this downtime that I took a step back away from everything and pretty much everyone for the most part. Um, his grace was sufficient for me, but I was just so focused on things that I didn't really need to be focused on um, and just pointing out everything, all my little imperfections from my weight to clothes, how I look at my, all kind of different things that where my focus was that I really shouldn't have even been focused on. So in that season of just should have been a time of rest for me and my rest being in him, I was focused on the wrong things and I 
but I'm grateful and thankful for revelation and wisdom because truthfully speaking, if I had not had that epiphany about, you know, the ability to choose, then the fact that I could build off of something that's old for this new season that he's taking me in, you know, it's just taking me a little bit longer to get where he wanted me to be at because that was me, not him. That was me not being focused, not, you know, staying on, staying the course basically. So that time of rest really was, there was some aggravation in there. Um, I wrote my first grant uh, about a month ago. Well, almost a month ago. And it was very stressful. Um, and, and just so many different things was going on during that time or whatever. But had I been utilizing that time to rest, making sure that I was in his presence, in his in my word and just different things like that and focusing on the things that really matter. That probably would have been a different process. So, you know, that's one thing that I did learn that when you are in a season and you don't feel fully equipped in that season. Oh, trust me, you will definitely be better prepared when you go into the next season. That's that's just me. I don't know about any of y'all, but that's just me. Number six, your season may have something to not only teach you, but also teach someone else. Fruitful relationships aren't about us. It's meant to grow us and others. So now... We're coming up on almost two years of being in this quarantine. And when I tell y'all, after the first three months, there were some relationships that I never thought would fall by the wayside, but they did, and they did quick. And so if nothing else that I've learned in this time um, is that you really can't depend on people and things. No, ma'am. No, sir. What I learned is that I can depend on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Because that is who helped me write that grant. Yeah, I had some input um, from different resources. Um, I, got a, I made some connections with some awesome people during this time of this downtime. Um, but when it came down to it, I had to trust the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to get that grant done. And it was stressful, but I got it done. And I'm just believing in faith that whatever it is to be, that's what it's going to be. And I don't have to worry about it because I know that I followed the wisdom and the instruction from the Lord. That's it. Um, number seven, your season might, may bring life-giving memories later on. Enjoy the moments. That was the other thing. So this downtime should have been 
a time of me enjoying moments. There was so much time that I wasted on things and people who were not worthy. And that's time that I can't even get back. Now, keep in mind, God is not bound by time. We are. And so we have to enjoy and make the most and maximize the most out of every moment, every opportunity that he gives us because, again, we can't get it back. So there was a lot of days that came and went that I will never see again, that I didn't do anything productive with, that I was waiting for someone else to do their part that I will never get back. I can't cry over spilled milk. Why? Because I chose to wait. See, that's where that choice thing comes back in again. So we have the ability to choose. I chose to wait, taking people at their word and finding out later, nah, they ain't really about their word. But it's okay because there's grace. And God said that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And he hasn't never left me and he hasn't forsaken me. No matter how many times I've messed up, no matter how many mistakes I've made, he's still been right there. The true constant that I can depend and rely upon 1000%. He has never failed me yet. And I don't believe that he ever will. Because that would mean he isn't who he said he is in his word. And we know that that's not true. Anyway, moving on. Number eight, your season may fly by when you begin to see it as a gift. So when we intentionally praise God in our hard seasons, the light turns on. Our complaining turns into trust when we see it through his eyes. So the hard seasons could be a gift. It's just your perspective about where you are and what is going on around you. Understanding that you've been equipped. You have everything that you need right there in front of you. But sometimes when your vision is cloudy, when you can't seem to get focused and you're still just off track, it will cause so many other different things. It's like a domino effect. One thing could impact something else over here um, that may impact something else from how you relate to others, from how you do your job, from just whatever, how you engage with your children. If you have kids, you know, um, just all those things are impacted when you choose to grumble and complain through whatever it is that you're going through. And truthfully speaking, grumbling and complaining honestly keeps you in it longer. (laughs) And I'm just a witness to that. Um, And so you just have to be very careful and very mindful of who you are allowing in your ear and around you in whatever season you're in, because everybody is not meant to be in every season that you're walking in. Sometimes you'll be in a season where you're walking through it alone. And as much as we hate to be alone with ourselves, 
you can make that season that much more difficult. So it's okay sometimes to walk through a season alone. Why? Because there's a reason and a purpose behind that. And if you can't be alone with you, how do you expect somebody else to be alone with you? And so I'm just, you know, I'm just stating, you know, my thoughts. You don't have to agree with what I said. Um, these are just my thoughts about what I'm talking about. Anyway, moving on. Number nine, your season may teach you an essential life skill. How to embrace change. Embrace change so that you can grow in this season. And honest to goodness, when I was in Texas in August, I went and visited my aunt's church because they in the country, y'all. When I tell you, she, the church was like 30 minutes from where my daughter lived at. I kept asking her, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Because it seemed like we had been in the car for a minute. But it's a small church. Um, of course, they, you know, those that were comfortable um, with their mask on, nobody was looking at you crazy and sideways, but a small church. But the pastor preached on adjusting. It's no different than embracing change. You have to make adjustments and it's the same thing. Everything is constantly changing. God is constantly moving. He is constantly talking. He is constantly doing things. But are you listening? Have you braced yourself for whatever it is to he's where he's taking you to? Again, it's an adjustment that needs to be made. Why? Because not all the time is change bad. There are a lot of times when change is good. But if you don't embrace change, it makes it that much more difficult for you to get through the season that you're in. All right, moving on. Number 10, your season may help you come alive. God intentionally created us to grow, change, and learn over time through different seasons, just not all at once. Your season will not last forever but will have something good for you dig in right where you are is where i'm what i'm going to leave you with a lot of times we want to just hurry through things but sometimes it's just good to just go through it at the pace that is not a fast pace because every little bit that you get is for a purpose and maybe the little nuggets that you get in this season some may be for the next season but some might be for somebody else's new season so trying to rush through it it hinders you and it may be and when you're hindered that means you're hindering the process for those that are waiting on you to get where you're supposed to be at so that they can get what they need to move and keep moving. And so it's not good to just be in a rush and rush through. Um, it's okay to go at a pace. Trust me, 
And so I'm learning to embrace where I am, embrace who I am, embrace what he's called me to, and embrace everything about myself from the extra pounds that I put on in the last year to things that I like to do and don't like to do. I learned in this season that I have a zero tolerance for somebody else's foolishness. Now, I'm not going to deal with that. Not in this next season that I'm going in. I'm sorry, but I don't have any more time to waste on people who are not moving, who make excuses. I'm sorry. You might call them reasons. I call them excuses. Because as long as you have breath in your body and you're able to move, because there's somebody else who might need a little help breathing, who can't move as quickly as you move, who can't do some of the things that you might be blessed or fortunate to do. And I'm just, I feel like if God gave it to me, then I'm going to maximize and utilize it. Not just for myself, but for other people. Whatever it is that he's calling me to, I'm just going to say yes and embrace where he's taking me. So I hope that you all got something out of it. And again, I was just so excited about this being my first podcast back after, you know, my little summer downtime. So there's a few things that I want to just kind of share with you before I close out tonight. Um, my book is still out. It's on Amazon. Broken, to be or not to be, that is the question. It is the second edition. Um, I'm a self-published author for those of you who may or may not know. Um, and this was my the very first book that I wrote, but I did a revision on it. And it is awesome. I took... It took me almost a year to do the revisions. Um, and so when I tell you that it is a powerful um, word in that tiny little book, um, it's powerful. And if you think of somebody else that might benefit from it, order it. It doesn't cost much at all. And I have to honestly tell you, I'm just I'm proud of the revision on it. Um, and again, it was just the heart of God that basically put that in me to put out for somebody else. So I am being very transparent. I have exposed some different things about my life in that book. Um, and so it's a blessing, a whole blessing. Get it, share it. Um, I have a friend and she's actually on here tonight, which I'm so happy to see everybody. All my friends are on here tonight. Um, her um, organization is titled Empower Him. And the website is empowerhim.org. And this was a, a legacy that she has established in her husband's name um, several, several years back. Her husband was killed in Atlanta and um, she is an awesome woman of faith. 
Um, she has a beautiful family. Um, and she is probably one of the most strongest people that I know, but her organization is about men who have been in the prison system who wants to become entrepreneurs. So her organization is set up to help them. Um, we know that once you have been locked up, you have a number behind your name and society don't want to ever let you forget that. So they make it difficult for men and women to get jobs and just different things like that because of their past. And honestly, I believe that we would have a lot more of our men and women doing positive things if there were more organizations like hers out here willing to help them not look at their past mistakes. We all come from something. Mine just may not look like yours. And so we have to be mindful of that. Again, her organization is titled Empower Him. The website is empowerhim.org. And it is a phenomenal nonprofit organization. I'm just excited about what she's doing. Um, I'm excited about what she will do with, within the organization and with the organization. This is an, a legacy for her, her children in her husband's name and it is just awesome so if you know anybody send them to it send them to the website let them take a look um, let them reach out there's opportunities to volunteer and there's opportunities to donate you know to the cause is something positive and trust me you know a friend of mine last night we were actually talking about how us as a culture how we don't support each other the way that we should. And I have never understood that. You have other cultures who will come together, they will support each other, but we don't do that. Now, granted, some of us don't always do the right thing, so it make, they make it difficult for us to support them. However, at the end of the day, do you understand how powerful we actually could be if we supported? one another in our culture and how many people would benefit if we supported each other anyway empowerhim.org the other the next um, nonprofit organization is one that i actually sit as the secretary slash grant writer on the board for is more than my pretty face this is an organization that my sister is the founder of um, this is to help our youth teen girls between the ages of 14 and 18 um, become better contributors, leaders, um, just a way to help them have a better understanding of who they are, what their purpose is. You know, in this earth, we get an opportunity to invest in our young women. That's another thing. The older women should be an example for the younger women. And so honestly, I have to honestly tell you that this is an awesome organization also, which happens to be the one that I wrote the first grant for. Um, it's a mentoring program. And ideally we want to help these young women early on so that they're not in their thirties, forties, fifties, and they're struggling mentally, emotionally, financially, 
because they weren't taught. No, there wasn't no one that made an investment. Here's an opportunity for you to make an investment. If you know someone with a youth teen girl between the ages of 14 and 18, um, we are still getting ready to partner with some other organizations that's going to do some awesome things right here in Charlotte. Um, send them to the website. More it's more than my pretty face.org. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, <laughs> one more thing. I have a friend, and I don't even know if she's on here tonight, but her name is LaFon. And she is actually a travel advisor, well, an independent travel agent. You can reach out to her at truegoldtraveler at gmail.com. She is a phenomenal person as well. Awesome. She has a awesome spirit. She is. <laughs> and if you look into travel here and you want someone to do the work for you, reach out to her. Um, true girl, true gold traveler at gmail.com. Her name is LaFon. Her last name is Carter. Like I said, she is an awesome person. Um, and I promised her that I would talk about her business. Um, she'll do whatever she can to, to help you. Um, it's an opportunity if you're interested in becoming a, a travel agent, look her up. Um, I'm sure that she could give you information for that as well. And my final thing before I actually close out is, is in this season, I feel a lot more comfortable now um, where I will be seeking sponsors for my podcast. So if you know someone who would be willing to sponsor my podcast, just let me know. Um, you can catch me on here or you can email me um, at robingriggs at hotmail.com. And again, I'm looking for sponsorship this go round. I feel like I've, <laughs> I've been doing well in this. I'm a little bit more comfortable now where I would be willing to take on a sponsorship. Also, before I forget, if you know anybody who's interested in learning about grant writing, More Than My Pretty Face is hosting a grant writing class with Miss Gwen Curry. She's called the Grant Lady. Very knowledgeable have over 20 plus years of experience in this. Um, but the class is September the 25th from 11 to one. It's via Zoom. The cost is only $100. Y'all, I'ma just tell you, you're not gonna learn grant writing for $100 anywhere. And when I initially wanted to do grant writing, it was going to cost me over $1,500. Our, my sister's organization is hosting a Zoom. Um, you can catch me on my social media. I've posted flyers about it, um, but the class is September the 25th. The cost is only $100. If you're interested, email me, robingriggs at hotmail.com. I will send you the information as to how you will pay and how you register and all that other stuff. But if you know someone else who's interested, send them my way. Um, again, Robin Griggs at hotmail.com. 
I just want to tell you all, thank you for joining me. This podcast is on other platforms such as iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker. Thank you again for joining me. I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.